Good day. This is David Muniz, starting my first episode called The Birth of a God. This centuries-old story has been told long before the Spanish conquest. Long ago, there was a goddess of life and death. She was the mother of the 400 southerners, or Shenson Huitznautin and Koyol Shaukui. Koyol Shaukui ruled over her brothers. The goddess and mother of these siblings was named Koatliku. Koatliku was feared and revered by the ancients. She is depicted often wearing a skirt made with withering snakes. She lived in Coatepec where she did penance sweeping. Coatepec is said to be located in the town now known as Hualtepec in the Mesquital Valley in the state of Hidalgo. One day, Coatliku was sweeping around the foothills of the mountain. She saw a feather falling from the heavens above. It was a magnificent feather. She grabbed the beautiful feather and marveled at its beauty. The feather was gently soft and unusually bright white. This was a special feather from up above, and she knew it. After sweeping, Coatiku decided to take a long, long rest. She placed the feather on her stomach while she fell asleep. When she woke up, she looked all around, up above and all over, but she could not find the feather. She could not understand what had happened to the feather. When she was about to give up, she felt something in her belly. Then she realized she was pregnant. The feather that came from above somehow made her pregnant. Word traveled fast and reached the 400 southerners and their sister. Their sister, Koyoshokui, convinced the 400 southerners that their mom was not loyal and dishonored them by getting pregnant. Koyosaki said to her brothers, How could our mother do this to us? While we have been loyal to her, she was messing around behind our backs. She convinced them that they must seek revenge and go after their mother for her disloyalty. The brothers were equally angry. Their faces were all red with an uneasy anger. One of the brothers shouted with anger, we must go after her. We must seek revenge. She will not get away with this, I promise you. Another brother said, We must go now. We cannot let her birth that baby. Another brother said cautiously, Let's prepare and leave in the night. We can surprise them. Kotlikyo heard about her children seeking revenge and how they planned to go after her. She was scared and sad about this. She sat at the foothills of the sacred mountain. While she was crying, she heard a loud, strong voice come from her belly. It was Huitzilopochtli, her son, who was in her womb saying, Please do not cry, please do not fear, I will protect you. She asked Huitzilopochtli, How will you do this? You are just a baby and haven't been born yet. Huitzilopochtli just said, Please do not cry, please do not fear, I will protect you. Somehow Kotlikui felt comfort in her son's words. She rocked herself to sleep. She felt comforted and safe by Huitzilopochtli's words and was grateful for him. Koyoshauki and the 400 southerners planned how they would avenge their mother's disloyalty. Kwahuitlikak was one of the brothers who sneaked away to warn Huitzilopochtli and Kwatliku of their plans. He warned them when they were on their way. Once Huitzilopochtli heard they were coming, he was born, and instantly became an adult. He got his shield of eagle feathers, turquoise darts, and arrows. 
he painted his arms and legs blue, and he drew diagonal stripes across his face. He put on a crown of feathers on his head and wore a featherred sandal on his right foot. He was ready for what was to come. He was born for this. This was his destiny. He saw across the flat plain Koyolk Sauki and his brothers coming. He prepared his weapons. Once Koyok Saukwi was in striking distance, he used a snake as a weapon to attack her. She was wounded and laid out on the floor. Huitzilopochtli was a strong being, and not one of his siblings could match his strength. Huitzilopochtli picked her up violently and threw her to the sky. She got stuck in the sky and became the moon. The brothers panicked when they saw Huitzilopochtli's strength. One of the brothers said, he is too strong, what do we do? Another brother said, we have few eye. We have to retreat and come to fight another day. Huitzilopochtli started to chase the 400 Southerners. The 400 Southerners were scared of their powerful brother. When Huitzilopochtli caught up to them, they begged for forgiveness. A few managed to escape to the south. They went up to the night sky and stayed with their sister. They then became the southern stars. Every night when you look at the stars in the south, you are looking at Huitzilopochtli's brothers. When the light sky overcomes the night sky, Huitzilopochtli defeats his brothers. He needs his strength every day for these battles. If Huitzilopochtli does not have enough strength, he will not defeat his brothers, and the bright light sky will never come. Let's review the significance and meaning of this ancient story. This is an allegorical story depicting the winter solstice. In the heart of ancient Mexico, where the rich tapestry of myth and the cosmos intertwined, there existed a profound tale. This is the allegorical story of the celestial siblings, the moon, Coyosauqui, and her brothers, the 400 Southerners. They resided in the embrace of their mother, Coatlicu, also known as Mother Earth. The tale unfolds on a cosmic canvas where the heavens held their secrets and the earth nurtured its mysteries. It all began when Kotlikyu, with a heart full of love for the cosmos, became pregnant in an extraordinary manner. She received a feather from up above, most likely from the gods, and she placed it close to her belly. This enigmatic act sparked a fire within her womb that would change the course of celestial history. As word spread among the celestial siblings, a simmering anger took hold of them. They conspired to extinguish this newfound life within their mother's womb, driven by a tumultuous storm of emotions. It was Koyol Shoki who spearheaded this dark plot, her luminous face twisted by jealousy and resentment. Yet, Amidst their nefarious intentions, a flicker of hope emerged. Huitzilopochtli, the son, still in his mother's womb, possessed a unique power. He heard the whisperings of his sibling's sinister plan, and he vowed to protect his mother. In a moment of divine intervention, Huitzilopochtli was born fully formed, emerging into the world like the rising sun itself. With his radiant birth, came a dramatic turn of events. Huitzilopochtli, the son, drove his treacherous siblings away. 
casting them into the cosmic expanse like the stars of the night sky. He then confronted his sister, who later became the moon in the night. This ancient tale continues to captivate our imagination as we journey through the days preceding the solstice. It is during this time that the sun, much like the human heart, appears to lean toward the south and left, casting its warm embrace upon the earth. The sun has traversed the sky for countless days, and on December 20th, it reaches its nadir, giving us the shortest day and the least sunlight. In this moment of cosmic significance, the sun embarks on a perilous journey. It descends into Mictlan, the realm of the dead, to confront the darkness that shrouds the world on the longest night of the year. But fear not, for on the 21st, or some say the 24th, the sun is reborn as a hummingbird, victorious over the forces of darkness. The wise ancients, master astronomers, and mathematicians mark this celestial phenomenon with exuberant celebrations. Music, dance, and feasting abounded for days, echoing the festivities of what we now know as Christmas. Elders imparted their wisdom, urging people to hold only good thoughts and generously offer food and drink to friends and neighbors. As a symbol of unity and gratitude, gifts of baked blue corn mixed with black honey, shaped like Huitzilopochtli, graced homes and temples. Delving deeper into the story, the name Huitzilopochtli translating to left-handed hummingbird carries profound symbolism. It metaphorically mirrors our heartbeat, symbolizing heart-centered willpower and volition. Consider the sheer determination of the tiny, brilliant hummingbird traversing thousands of miles from the south to the north and back, akin to the journey of the soul. The birth of Huitzilopochtli symbolizes the ascent of the sun, the triumph of light over darkness, and the mastery of self. It represents the arduous inner journey, the flowery war, where we battle our own unconsciousness, striving to awaken from the dream of materialism and purposeless existence. For the Mashika, both in ancient times and today, the solstice is a sacred occasion. It is a time of ritual, prayer, and ceremonies that mirror the profound work of mastering our inclination toward unconscious living. It is a journey towards awakening higher awareness, akin to the Quetzalcoatl consciousness, and a deeper connection to the cosmic forces that govern our universe and the great mystery that enshrouds it. As we approach this winter solstice, may we remember this age-old tale and the lessons it imparts. May our inner sun always shine brightly, dispelling the shadows of doubt and fear. Let us hold only good thoughts and summon the willpower to embark on our inner journeys, emerging as beacons of love and compassion to serve our communities. In the embrace of this celestial dance, we find unity with the cosmos, for in the heart of ancient tales lies timeless wisdom, guiding us on our path toward enlightenment. Wishing you and yours a blessed winter solstice, where the light of our inner sun guides us toward a brighter future.